The journey to a smoke-free future can be a long and winding road. But if you're ready for a change, consider taking Zinn for a spin. Zinn nicotine pouches offer a fresh way to discover your nicotine satisfaction. Anywhere, anytime. No smoke, no spit, and no lingering odor. Get in gear with the Zinn 10 Challenge and enjoy 10 smoke-free, spit-free days for just $5.95. Order online and start your new journey today. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. For the love, there is nothing worse than shaving your legs. A total game changer to my beauty routine is Nair. That is right, the OG hair removal. Nair saves me so much time, and the best part is no nicks, no cuts, and you will have smooth skin for days. You have to make sure to check out Nair's new sensational shower creams and body creams. My favorite shower cream is the Moroccan Argan Oil and Orange Blossom. The scent creates the ultimate pampering experience. Smell for yourself. Try the reformulated Nair body and shower creams available at retailers nationwide and online. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first class luxury meets world class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu. Two Teas in a Pod with Teddy Mellencamp and Tamara Judge. Hello, you guys. We are back from the holidays. I hope everybody had a happy new year. I wish that I was here with, you know, our girl Tam, but she had revision surgery from an incarcerated hernia that burst her stomach wall. It started to get bulges from a scar tissue and then became two hernias and they had to scrape the scar tissue off her fascia and rebuild her belt. Either way, it's a whole painful mess. And so I am here happily co-hosting with Brandy Glanville. Thank you so much for filling in, Brandy. How's it going? It's going great. I and mean, I feel horrible for Tamara. I didn't know that like a tumor or what. Oh, my God, not a tumor. I didn't know a hernia could be incarcerated. That was, that was really weird. Oh, my. She, yeah. when, she, when she FaceTimes me or like we've talked, it looks so painful. Like she's had like hunched over. She's got like drain, you know, like all of it. I, I'm like, I. I can't even imagine the pain. She bought one of those. I, I keep teasing her. One of those old lady recliners. I know. I saw it <laughs> talking yesterday. Like, yeah, maybe don't do the podcast. It was not a hot look. I love you. And she's hot, but not right now. I was like, she's like, are you going to be mad? I'm like, um, I think I could just ask Brandy. It's okay. No, I, no, I want you to come on with your like blood pump and, and, in pain. Um, but I know just to get this right off the bat, I know a lot of you guys have reached out because you want a statement from Tamara in regards to what Kelly Dodd was saying all pretty much all over the place. Kelly Dodd and Rick Levin, is it Leventhal? I think so. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what? Okay. So um, Tamara, and this is the official statement from Tamara. Tamara and Eddie are majority owners of Venus CBD, and they are going to let their lawyers take care of the rest. Awesome. I mean, for me, I just had an experience with Kelly that really turned me off. Um, I 
was supposed to have her on my podcast and my son had a medical emergency. So I canceled her day of and Gina Keo day of because when it comes to my children, like it, that's it. They're the most important. She immediately texts me saying, Oh, is it, you're not happy. Did you cancel me because you're on housewives? I said, no, Kelly, first of all, I'm not on housewives. We all know they don't even know what's happening with the show. Um, I, I go, my son is having a medical emergency. And then she's like, okay. Like, but then she went on Instagram to talk about it. But like, who what? cares if somebody cancels, like if somebody canceled a podcast on me, I'd be like, phew, like, I don't want to do a million podcasts all the time. Well, so I was going to be, a- my guests cancel on me all the time when everything's set up. So I, I never cancel. So I told her, I said I, about my child and I said, can you please not like talk about it? And then she's talking about it. So she's no longer invited to my podcast and they can just go and talk shit about everyone. It's fine. Yeah. It's obviously making them feel better. Um, but but <laughs> then like, I'm so sick of them. Let's talk about housewives. We've got to talk about how, but first we have to talk about a little bit of new year stuff because this hit a lot of press stuff when Ryan Seacrest said he prefers new year's rock and Eve to be boozeless broadcast this year on CNN has decided that their anchors will need to scale back on drinking for their new year's Eve show. What do you think about their decision to cut back? Um, He said, you know, I don't advocate drinking when on air. I don't know how that started as a tradition, but it's probably a good idea to scale back CNN. There's some pretty respectable people or at least one, right? (laughs) I think, (laughs) I think there's a serious journalist and then a friend of mine who has a lot of fun, but it's probably a good idea. I think he was just saying it, you know, it is what it is. Well, out of safety, I mean, I think, like, we all love Ryan. I've known Ryan forever. And I think he was just doing it because if, like, one of his friends is having too much to drink and says something, it can On live. Exactly, because we're not live. (laughs) This is live television. So I agree with Ryan, but I also then wouldn't want to host it because I want to get drunk on New Year's Eve. No, I wouldn't want, well, I would be like, it would be so much more fun to not have to host it and, you know, or just come on. But then... And then uh, how Andy addressed it um, at the beginning of CNN's 2020 New Year's Eve show, Cohen announced, we can't drink, we can't drink, but it's fine. It's totally cool. The dad of two then teased, do I have a pocket of edibles? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) This is a long night and this is a telethon with no disease. Instead of tequila shots, the two downed hourly mystery shots, which included pickle juice, buttermilk, apple cider vinegar. After midnight, Cohen did take a sip from a champagne bottle given to him by actor Brian Cox. But I think it was all in good fun. We all drink too much sometimes. A little, you know, friendly competition. And I love a drunk Andy because he doesn't usually, he did it once. We all saw it one time because he'll drink, but... We're all drinking way more usually. We're yeah, we're all in way worse shape than he is. And I'm always like, do you think there's any way he was drunker than I thought? Because like there were time, like conversations I had with him at BravoCon. I'm like, oh, no, hopefully I don't remember that conversation correctly. And he doesn't either. And then I'm like, no, no, I'm sure he did. He seemed totally fine. No, because like usually I'm going to do Watch What Happens Live in like a week. And I start drinking in the green room. So by the time I get out there, I'm pretty toasted. And I don't think he starts until he gets out there. Because he has to, you know, be well, on. Except for the fact that sometimes he does have to do multiple in one day. That's true. And that so would be 
And that <laughs> that being said, I'm sure he can probably hold his alcohol better than you or I can, just as as history shows. I'm a pretty professional here, Teddy. Let's remember. Oh, I, hold on. I am dying though because I saw this. I, I don't know where it was, but it was somebody. You did a cameo. Oh God. And you're drunk and they post, I don't know if you're drunk, but you're like, fuck this, fuck you. Don't move to New York. Don't get engaged. But that's nice of your friend Sylvia or whomever it is. But it <laughs> like whoever posted it was like, this is the world's best cameo to ever get. You're like, congratulations on your engagement. Don't ever get married. Actually, that's just my only, only my anger on you. I mean, sometimes like, yeah, you were getting married. I'm like, you know my history, right? I'm not <laughs> so they get what they get, and they can. Get they don't get upset. What they do, fuck them. You know what? I really loved it. Um, speaking of people who must be saying fuck them, Jen Shaw's out at the Rose Bowl. What is it? Four days before sentencing. I mean, I'd be living my best life. Like I would be doing everything, all the drugs I never did. <laughs> And doing it all just because she's going to jail. We all know it. So go to the Rose Bowl. Go to the clubs. Live your best life because it's about to not be your best life. Yeah, I mean, she says Jen Shaw supports Coach Coach Shaw and the University of Utah Rose Bowl before her life likely takes a turn. Jen Shaw is making the most of her time as a free woman in 2023. She took to her stories um, to share two selfies from Pasadena. She was in the crowd and yeah, I mean, people are, it, it's just hard to stomach a little bit in the situation that like the victim, what is it called? Like the victim, the elderly people that she screwed over. It sucks yeah. for that. Like, well, their reports are, have just been leaked. Wow. I feel sorry for her family, actually, like her kids. Like I feel very bad for that. I feel bad too. I mean, because now reading these, some of these victim statements, which like the first one is a widow, a Vietnam War veteran, and a man who say they were driven to homelessness by Real Housewives of Salt Lake City star Jen Shaw's ad admitted financial crimes are making simple requests when she assented next week. Let the punishment fit the crime. In court documents obtained by people, victims detailed the consequences of the star's actions. And I mean, there's, I, there's so many. I mean, there's like, I, I I see like, there's not even a point to go through them all. But what I am curious about is they, I went back and watched an old clip from Heather Gay, and then also one from Mary Cosby, both saying that they knew this a while ago. Right. Um, I, I remember what you are talking about. And I don't understand why it's changed so much. And I feel like all of a sudden Heather's super supportive of Jen and Jen can do no wrong. And is it because she's going to jail or I feel like Jen has like, she's got like Intel on all these ladies. That's how I feel watching the show. But yeah, either she has the Intel on all these ladies, but I mean, Tam and I got very irritated about the whole Heather gay black eye thing and alluding to whatever it was and still not knowing and knowing that it's going to like continue to be a thing that she's not taking ownership for do you think jen shaw was involved in that I or do you think it was like botox and hit her in the face 100 percent. you think what <laughs> i think jen shaw was wasted they were both wasted and somehow like 
they've both gotten physical on the show prior to this. So it's not new for them. And I think when you're drunk and you're going to jail, you're fighting with your best friend. Someone got punched. It was Jen that punched Heather. Heather doesn't want to say it because she's already got enough problems. <laughs> if that's actually what happened, was, see, I, I don't know. Jen was the only one that did not seem shocked. Meredith, for the first time, was not glammed and was like. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so that was there's it, a lot of Jen Shaw's. Yeah, it didn't make I mean, it wasn't great for TV, like just alluding to what happened and not saying it. And like we're all I mean, I just feel like just say it. she's going to jail anyway. It's not going to add too much more to her sentence or just say we were drunk and we got in a fight. She had scratches all over her arms. Or and- I mean, it could have been lipstick. It could have been lipstick. They could have been like just jumping around on the bed, been a hot mess, fallen down. But I think that. that. Listen, we were being stupid and I fell and hit my my head. She didn't say that. You know, why did she have sunglasses on so many times outside in the nighttime leading up to this event? Like, I feel like the bruise was already forming and I'm starting to feel like she's potentially some of the times that I think she's having water. She's boozing it up. I don't know. She's on point at all times. She, and, unless she's clear and like showing her boobs outside by the hot tub. I mean, and I like Heather. I just feel like she doesn't miss a beat. She's extremely smart and strategic. And I don't, I've never seen a bruise get that dark that fast. Usually it's like yellow and purpley and then it's like dark and then it goes back to purpley and then yellow. Um, but I do think she got hit by Jen, I think. They got in a fight and Jen got physical because Jen doesn't care anymore. Do you? Well, I mean, especially when we saw that Jen didn't even really remember anything that happened on the boat and or supposedly doesn't remember anything that happened on the boat. But which brings us to the next housewife headline, which is Jen Shaw confirms Coach Shaw's involvement in her fraud scheme. We have receipts. Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, Jen Shaw, confirmed her husband, Coach Sharif Shah's direct involvement in a telemarketing scheme. In the leaked text, Jen Shaw grooms Stuart Smith on how to respond to federal officers who at the time were investigating Jen for fraud and money laundering schemes. She wrote, I'm putting all the questions and answers in an Excel doc and I'll send it to you and you can practice it today. Jen then reassures Stuart that her husband, Coach Shaw will coach them through the responses levied at them by the Federal Trade Commission. The text reads, Sharif will help us on any questions. We're unsure of how to best answer or phrase it. I have a list to ask him about it. In addition to being a coach at the University of Utah Athletics, Coach Shaw is an attorney who practiced law in Utah for 12 years, specializing in commercial litigation and personal injury. Therefore, he is well-versed in the judicial system and knows his way around a courtroom. So I did not know he was an attorney, but I always was like, how does he not know anything and where all of this money is coming from? I always thought he had an idea of what was going on. I mean, I think those texts are pretty damaging. I mean, there's there's never been a time that I've been like, hey, I've, you know, I'm going to have Edwin help me correspond. That, yeah. But first of all, that's like housewives rule number one. Do not put it in a text. What no, you- that's why I put everything in a text because I want text proof of everything. Granted, that was also my biggest downfall was showing a crop text. But either yeah. way. Um, I don't go hard way as well, but (laughs) like it's, and they should all know like receipts, you don't want any evidence, which just, it just proves to me how stupid they are. 
No. They, well, and then what are your thoughts about Mary Cosby coming back? Because hold on, who is this? Reality Nikki Universe wrote, can you bring Mary Cosby back to the show? And Meredith Marks writes, trying, which also confuses me because isn't Meredith Marks Jin Shaw's bestie? I mean, Meredith Marks is a floater. She just goes around to different people. She doesn't have a real friend and she wants to get back at Lisa Barlow so bad. She's trying and not succeeding to manipulate other people to do her dirty work for her. Um, she needs to take a class from Vanderpump. <laughs> and no, like I want Mary back on the show. Her closet was my life. I just love that she never left her closet. And she just talked crap about her entire family. I loved it. I, I mean, I love that part, but I would need Mary to be friends with one, like actually friends with one person. If you can't have a connection with one, I mean, was there ever a person that she really connected with? I mean, she gave great gifts to everyone. I think she's just- oh, They were re-gifts. I'll take it. But I feel like connected to God. She'll find someone. I don't know. She is just, for me, when she left the show, I almost stopped watching. Yeah, I mean, I didn't have, yeah, okay. Not that I, I mean, I think she's insane, but that's so, like, entertaining to me. I mean, I guess, now looking back, no one really had her back when she was kind of saying those things about Jen, obviously, knowingly. And then I believe, if I, if my memory serves, any of the accusations that came towards her regarding her church have, I believe, have been dropped. Yeah, I mean, you do you donate, especially in Utah, part of what you make to the church. And that's perfectly legal. I mean, it's idiotic, but it's legal. A lot of people do it. So yeah, does she get that money? She does, but she does it legally. She doesn't steal from old people. So yeah, she's not pretending to be helping somebody's career right. along and starting these businesses that elderly people do not know how to start. And then all of a sudden right. putting them. Yeah. Uh, the next one is really sad. Um, Martina, um, tennis great. She was diagnosed with throat and breast cancer. And in a statement released by her reps, the eight time the 18-time Grand Slam singles champion and member of the International Tennis Hall of Fame said her prognosis is good and she will start treatments this month. This is this double whammy is serious but still fixable, and I'm hoping for a favorable outcome. The 66-year-old uh, said it's going to stink for a while, but I'll fight with all I've got. Um, and then w there was a message. Then... Um, Julia wrote something like, we will fight this together. This is heartbreaking. I think it'll open so many more eyes for people to go and get checked and because it really can hit anybody at any time. I also hate the timing of this because right. scenes for next week is Julia. Yes, cheating on, it's, it's all, it's messy. It's the last thing that Martina needs right now. I hate cancer. I know you're going through it. My best friend is going through pancreatic cancer and I'm like, it's just, it's the worst thing ever for anyone. And then to have to watch the show, it's going to, I just play out at the same time. I'm like, why does this have, have to happen at the same time for her? Because you, and you could see, um, did you meet Martina at BravoCon? I did. I made her kiss me on the cheek. She didn't want to. Like she was very reserved and kind of quiet. And so, you know, like her doing this show is, in she my opinion, she's doing it for Julia. One million percent agree. 
Like she seems very uncomfortable on camera. She doesn't really want to say much or do much. Um, you, she's doing it for her for sure. But hopefully, I feel like Julia has a sweet soul. She's having, you know, obviously doing something wrong in the marriage. That happens after before in long-term relationships. Hopefully they can repair it because she does seem, and I met her and spoke with her, um, like she is sweet inside. Like she's a good person. Like she's going to take care of her, I believe. Yeah, I think she's going to as well. Um, I think they were just, they really were just kind of struggling. If you if you've never been alone with your partner, you've always had your kids around, or it, then all of a sudden it is a shock. You hear this so many times with empty nesters that all of a sudden you're like, "What am I supposed to do with my time? Who am I without them?" No, you need you need to be needed. I like when Mason went to college, I was all over my other subject. He's like, <laughs> "I'm like, no, but I need. Let's do something." <laughs> Um, but no, I get it. And it, it it's it does make you feel things and do things that maybe you shouldn't do. I mean, I'm single. So yes, I, I did reach out and have, you know, <laughs> a lot of boyfriends during that time. I was very lonely. Yeah, I know. And I mean, ugh. but speaking of not looking as lonely right now, Lisa, she is dating. Um, his name is Jody Glidden. I might be pronouncing it wrong. He's an entrepreneur. His Instagram bio says he's the founder of Intro Hive on Deloitte's fa 50 fastest growing companies now four years in a row. Um, but I do hope that Lisa is happy because that video of Lenny's chick licking her lips. Yeah. I uh I mean, she's a beautiful girl, don't get me wrong, but Lenny, even when Miami Housewives was on back in the day, to me seemed like an evil human. Oh, uh, yeah, always. And I've met Lisa several times. We went out once, like, years ago in Miami, and she is a sweetheart. And, you know, I think she did a lot of partying and things that she probably didn't want to do to keep him happy. And I feel like she's going to be so much better off. But who would want to be with a dude that treats the mother of his children like this. Like somebody what? that wants fame and attention and money. And I mean, and, and obviously Lenny is just so excited for the attention too, because so, Marina writes, which I think is his mom writes, uh, I can't recognize you. It looks like you lost 20 pounds. Are you on a starvation diet? And Lenny responds to her having an, a, having a wife and a girlfriend can be stressful. I mean, that is like zero respect for your parents. Number one, like that just shows he, he's a psychopath. Like that's my opinion of him watching him on television as a public figure. Yeah. He seems like a narcissist and just, really like it's one thing to leave a marriage but it's a whole nother thing of what he's doing it's uh, i mean and we'll dig into that more once we get into the miami recaps but i bringing a woman in with the kid i can't we'll have to talk about that when we get there but we're still <laughs> talking headlines which there was a lot ashley darby and luke relationship was labeled a pr stunt nearly a week after ashley darby seemingly made her relationship with Luke Goldman Center 
Instagram official, the Real Housewives of Potomac star, has removed the photo. On December 20th, Ashley posted a selfie with the Summer House star in his hometown of Minnesota. The definition of a winter wonderland. I didn't know I missed snow so much. Ashley began in the caption. Thank you for showing me the beauty. Six days later, Instagram fan account Queens of Bravo pointed out that Ashley has seemingly deleted or archived all of her posts about Luke. Do you think that they were the real deal? No, I mean, I think that it was an exciting idea that, you know, she said that he's hot, he's hot, and he set it up. And listen, Jenny McCarthy got married from a setup by Andy. You know what I mean? So hold on. I don't know this. What? Yeah. Uh, Johnny Wahlberg and her, like, they were put on Watch What Happens Live together. They're married. Well, I know they're married, but I didn't know that was because of Andy. Right. No, it is. It's it's totally because of him. And, And so I feel like, why not try it out? I don't think it's so you think it was just a hookup. It wasn't a PR. Like it was like, oh, okay, this is fun. And then like, who cares? Let's let's have a little fun. I'm getting out of a marriage. I have young kids. Like, why not go and see a hot guy? And then, you know what? Obviously it didn't work out. And, and, you know, and his, and thinking the way he's thinking, it is hard entering in when there's two young kids involved and probably somewhat of a, I, you know, for lack of a better word, uh, an undesirable ex-husband or whatever he's even considered at this point. I, long distance. I mean, that's almost impossible for a new relationship. And being on two different reality shows where I think his show, I don't watch that one, but I think they all hook up with each other, right? Well, he doesn't I, because I watch it. He like, he's hooked up with one of them, but he just goes and builds things outside and like plays with guitar. He's an interesting character. I had him on my podcast. I really liked him, but he seems like he has a lot of depth. Um, Would you hook up with him? No, because for me, he gives me Magina vibes. But, <laughs> but when, I, when someone asks me at BravoCon, who is the hottest guy here? Like who's the most fuckable? I'm like, it's Luke, because there's no other guys here that are single. Hold on, I actually thought that the guy that was always standing with Luke, I don't watch the show, so I don't know, but like the darker brunette guy? Carl? No. He's super tall? Mm, he was about the same su- t- height as Luke. No, I don't. I only saw Luke by himself. Okay, all. I saw him on some panel with, or I don't know, but I thought that other guy was hot, hotter. Than- like the model guy with like the accent? Yes. Yes, he's hot. I mean, I'm yeah, not- he's super I've hot. Seen him at BravoCon. Um, he was hot. Um, okay, so let's take a little break, and when we come back, we it is not Carl Danielle. Are you crazy? I did not think Carl is attractive. <laughs> really, I think he's attractive. Carl, the one that's dating Lindsay. Yes. No. Really, I think he's attractive. Well, I mean, he's maybe attractive to some people, but he's too pointy for me. Okay, I don't know what that means, but. All right. I, I just like if everything is too pointed. I can't. No, not. No. Same. <laughs> All right. We'll take a little break. We'll come back and we'll talk about Miami and Potomac. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What 
advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Okay, so we are back. I had to rewatch Miami because I felt like it was so long ago that I had forgotten. Um, the show starts out with... Alexia and Julia continuing to fight in the van. Alexia says, I'm always going to be into the spotlight because I was born a star. That was, that was rough to watch. Um, But, you know, I think a lot of people think that and just don't say it. I mean, she thinks it and she said it. So, (laughs) well, if you go back in time, I don't think Alexia, her first two seats, like back in, the yeah, original. Yeah. I don't was she holding a mojito? Yeah. No, she was one of the main But like she I don't think she was like a main center mojito holder. She was more of a I think I think she I know I'm pretty sure she was. Yeah. 
Okay. All right. Well, maybe I'm wrong here, but I would like to hear you do a dramatic reading of I'm always going to be in the spotlight because I was born a star. Okay, hold on. I'm always going to be in the spotlight because I was born a star. I knew you would do it. So, yeah, that (laughs) happens. I do think... What was your thought on that whole fight between her and Julia? I felt that Alexia said the wrong thing. I mean, you don't say <laughs> most Russian girls are hookers. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, um, like, did she just say that? I know. And then they go through the whole they they go through the whole conversation again, but you can tell they're both not over it, but they're just gonna pretend that they're over it for now because everybody else is sick of hearing about it. And then Gertie goes off on something where you can tell she's breaking the fourth wall a hundred percent when she's like, Everybody wants a microphone, and then you have the microphone, and then and what she's trying to say, which they're all pretending they don't know what she's saying, to me is there's the main girls on this show that only want to speak. And then when anybody else speaks, we ignore We ignore them. Right. She's saying like, we're all equals on this show. Don't put me down. I get to say my speak. Don't like say that I can't talk. And, and it's true. Everyone's equal on these shows. But the only people that don't get it are the people on the shows. <laughs> because I make this show. But then they always end up falling and things, things continue to happen. Um, Lisa calls the ladies and says she finds evidence of the girl in her house with Lenny while she was on the trip. She asked the ladies if they think that Lenny and the girl are fucked. Like, come on. I was like, this is like denial, 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 denial. I mean, he had an affair in the past. They got over it. I mean, you don't have an affair and not have sex. (laughs) Yeah. Well, even before when she said that was an emotional affair and it was eight Eight years ago, he said he didn't love her. This is this is my question. Do you think that she has known for a long time this isn't working and she's just been trying for her kids to make it work? And it just at at the end, he's just kind of just like, fuck you. I don't care anymore. I just want out of this. So I'm going to shove your face in it. I 100% agree with that. I mean, I couldn't. I mean, he seemed miserable when the show first aired. He was yeah. so condescending to her so rude to her and I'm just like why does she stick around for that I think she was just in kind of like you know ignorance is bliss even though she knew um and just playing dumb and he finally got to the point where he's like I'm gonna throw this in your face because I want you out you need to go like but yeah. sure there's some legal thing like he wanted her to leave so oh, like, if you leave the marital house and all of these different things um and the first one I don't know the laws of Miami but there are laws here in California and I've been divorced and there was like the first one to leave the house, which Eddie went to the spare room and made a lock on it. I'm like, get out. <laughs> He's like, I'm not getting out. I'm like, are you joking? I'm going to break that lock. You have to go. Um, so there's laws. I think he just finally was like, I need her out. I'm going to throw this in her face. But I'm a horrible human. And yeah, and he's like, I don't care who sees it. I don't care how I look because at the end of the day, I'm proud of the new chick that I'm with and she can just sit there and deal with it. And I, I mean, obviously he didn't care with what his kids thought because he said this right in front of his kids on camera. Mike, do you know that the mics can hear you? Um, but her still not even fully comprehending that he's probably having sex with this new girl. I, she She's in denial, obviously. Like it's just, she's telling herself, 
what a lot of women do in this situation that, that they want to save their family. So they pretend it's not happening. And I think that that's what she's been doing for a lot of years. And he's been getting more and more horrible to her. And he finally is just like, I'm going to be the worst human ever. And I don't care if it's on TV because he clearly likes the attention. Because in that video with his new girlfriend, he oh. was smiling. And also, like, I'm sorry, I don't want somebody working on my face or boobs or whatever that's outraging at night. I'm sorry, I don't. Like, I <laughs> I, I am not a plastic surgeon or any kind of surgeon for a reason. I, I cannot be held accountable for my nightly behaviors. No, he seems like a huge party animal. And I'm, yeah, I don't, I mean. Like, I don't give me a scalpel. Definitely don't give you a scalpel. We're not in no place. No. Um, if I was completely sorry, I could do it. I'm like, I made it almost through 12th grade. I could do it. Um, I was really ready to make fun of the shaman scene, but then all the women were crying. So then I felt like an asshole and they just were all opening up. And I mean, they had to be having more than what was Julia calling her drink, her salad and water and what, like there had to have been more going on. Um, and I just got to say, and, I, and I'm and i sorry for the next time I see you, but Marisol is pushing me over the edge. She, with the cockies. With the cockies. I, got, I, I get the joke. Now she even has a flask that says cockies. Everything's about drinking. Every, and that's fine. I enjoy drinking as much as the next person. But every single confessional, even like it, it it's just getting to the point where I, it's exhausting me. No, it's, I feel like she's trying to make a thing. You know how like Nene has her bloop and people have their things like, goodbye, Kyle. Like she's trying to have a moment, but it is getting very, very repetitive and old and annoying. And like, we get it. You're a drinker, but how come you never seem drunk? Yeah. And, and according to Larsa, which Larsa did a nice little cover up right afterwards. She's not an eater either. (laughs) Larsa goes, and I'm going to be like Marisol. And then Marisol looks up and she's like, oh, I was just talking about how I had chips. I was like, like her. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I feel like she's I didn't. Trying, she's trying to make a moment. She's trying to make it a thing for people to say, you know, oh, cocky. you know how they like they take things from housewives and they become like sayings. I feel like she's shoving this down our throat and it's getting too, it's too much. I can't, she needs to stop. Um, and coming from someone who has a, um, a song released as a um, ex-housewife, how did you feel about Adriana's um, music career? Listen, do what you want to do. I'm not mad at it. Like this, it, it's, if she wants to do it, do it. I'm not mad at it. I feel like we're all allowed to experiment and do things out of our comfort zone. And, I was uncomfortable with it. <laughs> I was uncomfortable that no one showed up, not even Julia, her best friend. Well, they're not, they're TV friends, honey. Like, I, mean- I understand that, but like, if, Ju- I mean, Julia, the way that they're giving us the, what they're trying to show us is how right. close Julia and Adriana are. Right. Adriana are. So the fact that she's not even there, I'm like, what's happening? Well, I feel like she was probably making out with a dude somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's true. True. Um, then 
I have to say Larsa last season was, was not my favorite. I was like, this season, one of my favorites, which is why I think you can pivot so quickly as a housewife because Larsa sitting down while they're, you know, supposedly supposed to be at rehearsals for this music video, (laughs) her saying there's no way she's going to do a music video that's not hers. And then sitting down, ordering an iced tea, not even needing a drink. Meanwhile, like (laughs) Marcel and Alexia are like, we'll have froses and vodkas and blah, blah. And she like sits down. She's like, I've got work I need to do. I'll have an iced tea. And by the way, I went out with Lisa. (laughs) Yeah, I see you need to drop the tea. (laughs) Yeah. And she shared all the stuff about Lenny. She brings up Lenny's girlfriend Instagram story that there was a $100,000 watch that Lenny brought, bought her and then posted. She says that um, they ran into him, like it just shares it all. And then right at the end of this luncheon, like you think you're done. We, we think we're solely talking about how disgusting Lenny is. She's like, oh, and by the way, just one more thing I need to get off my chest before I order <laughs> lunch. Okay. It was super casual. The way she said it. Like, oh, I want to lead with that. <laughs> she's like julia was apparently making out with some dude i think sir at the surf side and i like just i mean fun. yeah it was very so i like larsa i know larsa because our kids went to the same school when she lived here and she's i would say we're like friendly acquaintances and she's always been super down to earth and lovely with me um and i do agree with you i think this season is way better larsa i feel like Last season, she was trying to be a Kardashian a little bit. Like, I'm it was like pulled back. Like, it was all about the image and the look. And this year, it's just like, no, I've got a job to do, and I'm I can be as messy as I need to be. I don't need to be perfection. We we learn, we watch and learn. So you know, or some of us (laughs) try to completely like Denise. Like, oh, I'm drunk and I love sex, and then I'm perfect. You know, right? We'll do that because that's the beauty of being able to watch yourself back. Like you can learn from your mistakes and be a better person, or you can just lie and change that. <laughs> okay. Um, and then we get to Lisa meeting up with her mother-in-law to talk about Lenny. Lisa tells her that she ran into the new girlfriend and asked why she's so evil, a home wrecker, and that she didn't even respond and just licked her lips. And then Lenny's mom says she supports Lisa hundred percent. I don't, think that that's the case anymore i heard that lisa that lenny's mom is now close with lenny which makes sense she's his mother but um then for whomever to leak the actual video of the girl at the same time as this episode's airing it's 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 unfortunate listen it happened to me like my in-laws were completely on my side when my ex-husband cheated and you know, they were like, this is so wrong. Eventually, you know, blood is thicker than water. We know this. Um, we learned this from Kyle and Kathy and Kim. We already, they, that will always be blood is thicker than water. And eventually he's like, it's me or her. And they went with him, but we've now made up. I'm actually wearing what they gave me for Christmas. For <laughs> humans on the planet. But I knew in the beginning, I'm like, of course, because what Lenny did was horrible and wrong. But that is her son. And will always be her son. And I was waiting for the mom to flip. And she did. I knew it was going to happen. And then what are your thoughts on Lisa 
commenting on almost every post that she's potentially tagged or not tagged in or that Lenny's tagged in? I mean, I get it. Did you do that? Yeah, I went on Twitter. I was on Twitter, like it just started Twitter. I was, we didn't have Instagram yet. That makes me feel very old. Um, but yes, I was it, in everyone's business, anyone. And I was in wars and I, all day, every day, I was obsessed. And I think it's a normal thing. Like she spent how, like half of her life with this man. So I get it, but I just want her. I, for, you I want think her to move on, but you have to. No, get- I don't want her to move on. I just want her to be better than that fucking asshole. Like I just want her to be like, ew, like don't stoop, to, don't comment. On, like why are you following him still on Instagram? It's it, you can't help it. It's do you level- think she still wants to be with him? Yes, I do. I think that she hasn't. I I believe like no matter how much a person hurts you, if that's your person and you love them and you spent like I spent 13 years with mine, like I wanted to believe that my person with that, that good guy that she met a long time ago is still somewhere in there. And, and it's, you know, it's hard. I feel like she will with time stop the stalking. It only took me a few years. So (laughs) give her a minute. And I mean, especially I'm not saying he is one. I am not um, a doctor in any way, but especially if he's narcissistic or a sociopath or any of those things, he has probably been brainwashing her for years, which is probably why she has become more and more obsessed with her own image and trying to live up to whatever these unrealistic expectations are that he has made her feel like if she becomes this, I will love you, which then he ended up leaving her anyway, because he's disgusting. I mean, her tagline is he built the, you know, he built a perfect life. You know what it is? Yeah, I forgot. And that's what he did. I mean, he really, he groomed her into this person and then he got sick of it and wanted to start over with someone 10 years younger. And that happens all the fucking, oh, all the time. Trying to cuss for you, buddy. That's fine. I've, I've been, we've added in a little bit more cursing as we've gone on. Uh, Fan thoughts of this episode are, um, and pretty much what our thoughts were, except for n- know who we didn't even mention one time this entire episode, which leads me to to worry a little bit is Nicole. Okay, she's my favorite. I just have to say, I love her. I love her child. I love her husband or her soon-to-be husband. She is stunning. I think she's a doctor. She's not going to get messy like these girls do. There's a point. And she flies private. I want to be her best friend. That, that's exactly my point. I think Nicole is beautiful and smart. And but even when she was like playing the money game with her son and like uh, all of it, it, she is like perfection in a box. But I wonder if we're ever going to see the flip right. side. Well, like if I were to pick a girl I was going to hang out with or I wanted to go right. spend a week in Miami with, it's going to be Nicole. Yeah, for sure. Nicole or Larsa for me. But I I think that she's a doctor. She still goes into work, which I think is amazing because she does not need to. So I feel like so she must love it. She must, you know what? It's shocking for us outside. She must be a good person. I know that's why I like her, and I feel like she does bring the the rich. Like you know, we all she bring the- yeah, she brings the lifestyle for sure. Yes, and I just love her. But is she super dramatic? No, I am interested in what's going on with her father and her mother. I like watching their family. Um, I just don't think she's silly enough to get involved with this 
mess, which. But I do think she was the first one to say to uh, Lisa, never leave the family home. Like she will get in there and fight for you and have your back when necessary. So I just, I'm waiting to kind of see. I feel like they're catching her on the ends or the starts of 24 hour shifts. And I need, (laughs) I need a a bigger commitment. I need her in. I, I feel like. Give her another season. We all like, we'll get messy. She likes to drink. I like that. I feel like she still doesn't have a very super close friendship with anyone. So she's filling it out. Who do you think she would be closest with if she were to? I feel like she is closer with Alexia. I was, I was thinking the same exact thing. I think her and Alexia could, we just need to see them like more one-on-one Without Marisol, why does Marisol have to be there for every single th- And Marisol's getting more confessionals than anybody else. I know. I don't understand it because the cocky is getting old. And I feel like Marisol is Alexia's sidekick. That is what it is. It's like her minion. She does. She we- was even like a little puppet in this. There was a confessional where she was on her lap. This ep- I'm like, one, I was always told you weren't allowed to have anybody other than Glam at the confessional. So why is Marisol at yours? Because they're the same person. Marisol, <laughs> they really are. Marisol like, will always defend Alexia. She never chimes in when Alexia is wrong. And I feel like, okay, the hooker comment, somebody, one of her friends should have been like, wrong road. Like, just say you're sorry. But what about when Marisol's shaman comment is that she just wants to give so much hope and life to all of these people and they could. I, and I, he, he agreed. And then I think she's lonely and Alexia is her family now. So, but hold on. Isn't she married? She's supposed to be, but we never see her husband. I don't know. I mean, we saw her living room once. I miss her mom. I do. Well, I do too, but I need to, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So I get it. She just, we, everybody comes and flows. We got to get to Potomac now. Um, this recap is brought to you for um, by T. Hold on. This recap <laughs> is brought to you. What do they say on Sesame Street? This recap is brought to you with T for thirsty. Okay. Like, I, I haven't watched Sesame Street in a long, my kids are teenagers. <laughs> Um, this entire episode, uh, uh, Candace, just with the one-liners about people's physical appearance. It's wrong, but I love it. I Every time she says it, I, I do one of those laughs where I like look down like you're not really supposed to laugh. Like you're just, but she kind of nails it, but you're also like ashamed that you think it's funny. Um, the Mia Jacqueline Gordon scene to me where they're, are they trying to produce what's happening? Why are they can't even decide where to sit? Okay. So here's what I believe is happening. Okay. You, you know, you're on camera telling Karen this stuff. So why are you mad when it gets out? Because your plan was for it to get out. So you had a storyline and you and your best friend are trying to like, I just feel like it's all a plan and it's not very, it's not going well because it's obviously a plan. If you're telling someone on camera about it and then you're getting mad because she told other people. We're all gonna see it. We're all when you when you're on camera, there are no secrets. It will come out, as you know. And uh, and truthfully, if I had a friend that I never wanted my secrets shared with the world, I wouldn't be like, you know what? Let's bring this friend on to the Real Housewives and be my sidekick. That no. I know that I've done this, this, and this with. This happened with my husband. This like we. 
Absolutely not. No, it's a hundred percent planned. And I feel like Potomac's getting there in general. I feel like Ashley's bringing all these friends on to help do her dirty work for her. And it's so obvious. And then they're coming from Candace's marriage. I think if someone came from my marriage, I might say someone looked like a Muppet too. (laughs) I I, I do think that that whole scene with like Ashley and her friends, I mean, Deborah can't even lie well about what flirting is. Not one part of that story the only part that made me laugh is when she called um uh, when she said happy eddie and then they like showed <laughs> wendy's <laughs> husband laughing the flashbacks were the best like with like, <laughs> are not even paying attention to her and, the, and she's lying so that she can be on camera because ashley told her what to say and happy eddie i've never seen that guy not smile like That's- he's always happy and I really didn't see Chris give her. I mean, it was like he was doing yeah. the bare minimum. So he was being polite. If that, even. If, like, like, yeah. He was still on his phone. Like he was like, yep, there's a lot of us named that. And she was like, he's like, leave me alone. And the fact that they're coming for her marriage. I mean, Ashley's marriage, that guy was a bad guy. He did bad things. You can't, You don't create stories to ruin someone's marriage like it's not tit for tat i'm sorry you married a bad guy candace is a lot i know candace and i know ashley she's a lovely person and why try to ruin something that is clearly fine yeah and chris tweeted i would just like to again thank real housewives of potomac production and the team in the editing room for continuing to show the lies these women continue to tell about me which i really did when he wrote that it's true if there is truth to something they're going to show it it's which is why we oh why can't i remember ashley's oh michael darby yeah when he asked remember they showed it Yes. Like if, if Chris was staring at Deborah or making her feel uncomfortable because he said, yeah, there's a lot of guys named Chris, they would have shown us any option of that. They did not. No, it's clearly a plan to take down Candace's marriage, which I think is disgusting. And Ashley doesn't want to do it by herself. So she got these minions that just want to be on TV and clearly told them what to say. Like it, it to me, because I saw her at one point look at her friend like you're messing up the story and i was like wait did she get her line wrong and then she's like we've been friends for a very long time one and a half years (laughs) when i say that i'm like my friend from third grade bro you know like (laughs) no oh so she really knows (laughs) she's watching on tv she doesn't know you she just wants to be sitting next to you in front of a camera so she'll do whatever you say and it's unfortunate and that's why i like when candace was like the girl's like can i talk to you she's like no (laughs) (laughs) i'm not giving you any attention on this because it's wrong um and then what were your thoughts on the live shows so we go from last week's reasonably shady to karen's which i i mean i think is similar to being at like the groundlings like an improv um only issues i didn't really laugh at anything that i saw so i don't know well we didn't get to see the, the actual comedians we saw them for a second so i think they were just letting us know that it you know it's a show she's hosting it i would rather go to karen's show oh <laughs> yeah i mean if 
if we were going to pick which show to go to, of course, if we would have actually seen what was being shown at that show. But, you know, they obviously made that clever way, like zero budget to show this song because they'd have to pay for the rights to it or whatever it may be. Um, the part that was made it uh, give it a little like even the playing field for me, though, was it didn't necessarily seem like Karen knew what she was there to do. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio, or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch the new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump. Join Lisa and her hand-selected staff at Chateau Rosabelle, a glamorous estate in the French countryside, as they live, work, and play together 24-7. Vanderpump Villa is where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. Don't miss the new season of The Kardashians starring The Kardashians, of course. Season 5 promises new horizons for the entire Kardashian clan. And if you're looking for steamy streams, check out Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set on the Caribbean island of Grand Cayman, where the rich come to play. But be warned, it's a small island and secrets don't stay secret for long. So come check out what's new on Hulu this month. It's streaming now and it's waiting for you on Hulu. Do you want $0 delivery fees? Try Dash Pass by DoorDash. You won't regret it. Whether it's food from your favorite restaurants, groceries from across town, or anything in between, Dash Pass is the most affordable way to get everything you need delivered right to your door. Get more from delivery for less with Dash Pass, $0 delivery fees, and reduced service fees on eligible DoorDash orders. Sign up for Dash Pass today and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change, terms apply. Open the door to $0 delivery fees and savings you can't get anywhere else. Sign up for Dash Pass today only on DoorDash and get your first 30 days free if you're a new member. Subject to change. Terms apply. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I mean, I think she was probably nervous the first time to be on stage. Like that is probably very nerve wracking. Um, And I feel like she might be getting 
a little tiny bit full of herself. And listen, she deserves it. She like she weathered the storm with the girls and her husband. She stayed with him. She went through the hard times. She shared everything. So she deserves to have this moment. But it's starting to get cocky to me instead of just like, I'm winning. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. And well, I have a question. Did you ever have like a name for your <laughs> fans? Well, I, I'm scared you're going to say yes. I did. Well, I didn't have a name for them. They called themselves the Brandy Bunch, the BBs. Uh, this was during my divorce before I was on TV. This is when I was fighting with Eddie and Leanne. And like every woman that had ever been cheated on was like on my side. And they were the Brandy Bunch, the BBs. So I didn't make that up. And I'm pretty sure they don't like me anymore. But <laughs> I don't very often now. I'm just, I'm not that involved and I'm friends with Eddie and Leanne. So like, uh, oh. I mean, because when she was like, I mean, I have the Doms. What do you think they're going to have? Little Robins? <laughs> I I, yeah, I think. It's nice to see Giselle taken off of her pedestal because she was the most horrible to Karen. Like yeah. that shirt and being horrible. And, but I feel like, okay, Karen, you got this, you, you're doing it. Let's just keep it classy, San Diego. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we don't have to go like, I am Beyonce. Yeah. We don't have to be like my version of the beehive is, and and now we're at our like third thing that, she, you know, between the not that it matters, but the candles and the this and the that like it's just it's repetitive. But I do love her. Um, I do as well. I just want to make sure she keeps it like I just want to still love her. Do you know what I mean? But remember the episode where we watched the entire thing about her talking about her hometown, but she wasn't even in her hometown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. It's, I still love her. I do. I don't know. But I just want her to, like, stay where she is. Let's not get a bigger head. Because, you know, they bring you up to bring you down. And so if you start acting like Giselle was acting prior, they're going to bring you down. It just happens. Like, everyone has a great season. And then you have a shit season. True. If you, okay, so you have to pick one person from Potomac that's going to be who you're closest with. Who's it going to be? Candace. I worked with her. We did a show. We did um an acting thing together. And oh, she, I was like, how do you, okay. She's the sweetest human. She's very put together. She was like, she's, I was like, oh my God, you're so, she's so pretty. She wore like all these fashion clothes. I'm not a fashion person. We all know that. Um, And I liked her. I don't know. She was just. No, she was great at BravoCon as well. I know. I just, I don't know why I'm still, I'm just, I think I'm stuck from like, earlier Potomac's like I just love Giselle so I'm like Giselle ride or die even when she's doing the worst oh yeah uh, she was such a bitch to me at RiboCon so no she um, was she was and then she said like who was the drunk then like, watch her and it's like who was the drunkest person at RiboCon she said me and Andy goes I seem to remember Tamara <laughs> <laughs> a lot <laughs> I mean, I think that you could really flip a coin and it could have been like 40 of us. Yeah. I mean, from what I've heard, there was a lot of other things that happened um, outside of that one bar <laughs> that we all went to or whatever it was at our That's hotel. The only, that's the only 
place I went. I was yes, everyone. Imagine all the people that went to the clubs. Yeah, that wasn't me. I was like, yeah. type for bad guys. We, we never made it there. Um, but I would say that somebody lying about being flirted with made me laugh almost as hard as you saying that you could tell somebody is a lesbian by their eyebrows. Like, I just, I still can't understand the point. I cannot understand the point of of her going to the point of lying and then bringing in other girls and lying even more. Wait, Why? Are, you, are you talking about Giselle? No, I'm talking about Deborah and then the other one and then the other one, like all the girls. Sorry, I was at RoboCon just now in my head. Oh, you moved. I moved along because I'm now back <laughs> to the end of the episode be, where we, you know, we have them all sitting at the dinner table or whatever it is where they're ordering their mozzarella sticks and Candace is just like, and then they pan to Mia like, well, I would give this girl a four or whatever she calls her. I mean, it's rough. I, I don't, I think it's horrible to go after somebody's looks and I think it's bullying and it's horrible. And however, in a situation where you're coming after my marriage or my husband, I go low. Like you go but low, I go lower. Do you think that a man only cheats on somebody that's better looking than you? No, I generally <laughs> men cheat down because they know the the ugly hoe is not going to turn them in. I I think it's truly yeah. I I agree that it doesn't. It's not necessarily this person is better. It is that it's, it's something that's wrong with the man, and they're going to yeah. do whatever the fuck they're going to do to get their rocks off. Um, it's and then life. <laughs> And then Mia having to stand up and say to Karen, why did you say this in front of the girls and blah, 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 was probably, I mean, at least it gave Karen a little fight inside of her, her stand up. But what do you think the true relationship is in closing and closing out this episode before we get to next week when they were doing all of this like black and white, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like I'm like, oh. Okay, I'm like, oh, things are about to get really bad for Karen. Things are about to get really bad for Ashley. But what do you think that is about to happen with Deborah? I'm not Deborah. What is her name? The best friend. I don't know. I don't know. The, like, oh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. So, what do you think the situation is with Jacqueline? Because it's about you. You heard yeah. me this week say, like, especially when you don't really like her anymore. I feel like Jack or whatever the girl's name is, the side chick. Um, maybe getting too much airtime and Mia's getting jealous and is like, okay, you did your part. You can go. And she's like, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. Like and I need this bag as much as, as you do. You probably even more, especially if her husband's signing for her, the, the Porsche. And I think that you probably tell some tea that Mia did not want out there and it's, it's going to get ugly and I can't wait. <laughs> but then where did Peter Thomas go with all, in all this? So what I was confused, but I guess Mia's friend made out with Peter's girlfriend or something. That's so why do we care? Right. I don't, there's more to that story that we we're not getting for sure. Right. Okay. So pretty much we need more from figuring out Potomac. Um, everybody's thoughts. It's, it's pretty much the scene with Gordon on the sofa is the most awkward I've ever seen. I could not believe Jacqueline putting her hand on his arm. Uh, Mia is so gross. And why is Chris being crucified this season? Um, why is Ashley's friend Deborah so thirsty and reaching for a storyline? And 
Ashley's friend just wants to, yes, of course, Ashley's friend wants fame and Ashley wants to take a break from having to always stir the shit. Well, Ashley wants her friends to do her dirty work for her. That's what she told them exactly. She gave them a script. So, you know, it's unfortunate. Like you can tell, like she wants revenge. The fact that her marriage fell apart. She wants Candace's marriage to fall apart, but she doesn't want it to be so obvious that she's doing it. And so she's having her friends do it. And it's really so obvious. And then maybe you can help me because I'm having a hard time remembering. What is the issue with Sharice? Like, she'll be back in this next episode we saw in that little weird teaser. What is the problem? Like, she knows something on Karen? No, so when they were on, like, a long time ago, they were on together on a season and they were both full-time housewives and at a reunion, Cherie said, we all know you have another man, your blue-eyed driver guy, like, called Karen out for cheating on her husband, saying, Mr. Blue Eyes. And I don't think that's something that you forget that easily. <laughs> so Especially I, if it's true. Right. So I don't think that has ever been, because Cherise then left the show, so that's never been. Did Cherise leave or did she get fired? Will we ever know? <laughs> Um, yeah, I know. Cause it was surprising to me when we had Eva on the other day and she told us that she quit. She did not get fired. We, we called her like a fired housewife, like us, like how me and Tamara were and, uh, and <laughs> oh, you, right. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, no, I wasn't fired. And I was like, oh, um, last couple thing. I have a couple fan questions. Oh, what Uh-oh. would brandy hook up with mia if she was friends with her absolutely not no way i'm sorry but like i don't girls come after me i'm not like out there searching for vagina and in five minutes a very hot guy is gonna walk in that door behind me so we <laughs> uh the next one's for me teddy why did you steal tamra's phrase i like my housewife's messy Probably because we talk on this podcast three times a week and you just wear off on each other. The fact that Tamara now says kick rocks, it just <laughs> happens. You start using people's app, but sorry, Tam, if I stole it, but I do. I like my housewives message just as you do. I'm gonna um, now just because like, I'm going to steal it too. <laughs> yeah, you should. It's, still uh, it's so dumb. Brandy's take on the Lisa and the troll under the bridge situation and how to move forward. I don't know what that means. I think that she's talking about Miami and the, the person that is with the Lenny. Oh. Um, I, it's going to take time. Clearly, she's still stalking and she's still completely hurt and broken. Like, it's just going to take time. Um, And then everything else we already answered. We already answered Kelly Dodd. We answered Potomac. And the only other thing is me. How do you stay motivated after the New Year's? And you guys, it's just about making sustainable goals that you are going to continue to complete to so you can start trusting yourself and believing yourself. If you set these unrealistic goals, most likely you're going to quit them, you know, in two weeks from now. But if they're small little baby steps, you can do them. And that's the biggest thing. And have an accountability friend or somebody that's not just an, uh, you know, I love misery partner, but somebody who wants to lift you up and help you achieve the goals. Um, but thank you guys for tuning in and Brandy, thank you so much for joining us this week on, uh, this recap apps.
Of course. And hopefully Tamara will get better soon and she'll be able to come and do this with you and say, I like my housewives messy. And then you guys can fight about it. Um, I agree because I feel like maybe I said it first. Um, have a nice day. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Zen nicotine pouches deliver nicotine satisfaction anywhere, anytime, which means Zen pairs well with you, your personality, your schedule, and your spontaneity. Zen fits easily into your bag, pocket, and into your life because it's smoke-free, hands-free, and hassle-free. So the only person who will know you have a Zen pouch in is you. Visit Zen.com or head to your local convenience store today to find your Zen. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Hi, everyone. This is Rachel Zoe with the Climbing in Heels podcast. We recently sat down with a few recipients of the Botox Cosmetic Onobotulinum Toxin A and iFund Women Grants at South by Southwest, thanks to Botox Cosmetic. Take a listen to our conversation. It's so good. What advice would you give to upcoming like female entrepreneurs or just already sort of established trying to survive still? I literally joke with my staff and, and we always are saying, oh, you want to be an entrepreneur? You want to be broke all the time and working 24-7? Ooh. Yeah, but look so, at you. Yeah, right? But I'm here. So the advice that I give is and I coined this, and I believe I said it on my TED Talk, that your passion follows you. You cannot follow your passion. So my advice is to let your passion follow you, get out of your own way, and never stop and never settle. This episode was brought to you by Botox Cosmetic. Learn more at BotoxCosmetic.com and talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, call 877 877- Three five one zero three zero zero, and follow the Climbing in Heels podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe where you listen to your podcast. You like to watch new stuff, right? Well, go to Hulu and see what's new because Hulu has new stuff all the time. Like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump where first-class luxury meets world-class drama. A new season of The Kardashians starring, well, The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise, the sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's all new and it's streaming now on Hulu.